0: Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Jack Chuang, and it looks like we did it. We actually made it through the year 2020. And I'm recording this on New Year's Eve 2020, but chances are you'll probably hear this um, depending on where you're located in the world. It's already the year 2021. And I thought I'd do an end-of-year wrap-up here for my podcast, my modest, little, humble podcast channel. And to send out a note of appreciation to you guys for listening. I originally created the podcast, and I've been podcasting in a sense of recording audio lectures for my students for many years now. But generally, I've recorded them offline, put them in my online classes, and not really made them public. But I thought, you know, Anchor is a pretty good tool to, and a free tool for recording podcasts. Why not just? post them publicly and see if other people find them to be helpful. And then I thought, well, beyond my normal textbook lectures or classroom lectures, why not add some other content as well? So didn't wasn't really ambitious about creating a podcast that a lot of people would listen to. It was just a place to in a way to store my podcast so that I can share them easily, as well as making YouTube uh, video lectures as well that are pretty simple and straightforward and used in my classes. And uh, so I appreciate any of you. And uh, gradually, over time, I've received more and more uh, direct messages on Twitter, as well as a couple of emails. And uh, so I really appreciate those questions. Some of you are in high school, some of you are in early college years, some of you are graduating. And uh, I'm glad you reached out to me to ask questions. And let me just talk a little bit about... uh, this current year, so that's what I'm doing now. I'm wrapping up a little bit uh, about the goal of the podcast and sort of a summary of the year, and I'm pretty pleased with it. Um, I think what's interesting about podcasting is it's hard to find reviews of your podcasts, and generally the central place to look for them is on Apple Podcasts, but not everyone uses an iPhone, right? So I'm not sure if the Google Play Store or in the Google Podcast app has reviews, but whatever app you're using and if there is a way to rate and review the podcast, it's not a monetary thing. It's just for me to get some feedback. And out of curiosity, just about a month ago I went onto Apple Podcasts. I have an iPad, so I have the Apple Podcast app to see if there were any reviews. You know, I was kinda of like looking at it with one eye open, <laughs> you know, just to see if there's any like really bad ones. And it was just one. And the person said they're basically that the podcasts are good, but the volume level was very low. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I always thought that they were audible. Um, So I went back and I found out that some of those little intro uh, recordings, like 30 second intros that I use for every podcast early on, were very low in volume. So I actually removed them so that all you hear is a little jingle and then I start talking. And, you know, That might work out well for future podcasts starting next year, starting in 2021, because, you know, sometimes it's annoying to, if you're a regular listener of a podcast and you keep having to listen through the first minute and a half of just an intro that you're already familiar with. And so I think I'll just keep it simple and just start talking. Right. Uh, So that actually was very helpful. So I went through and I removed it and I make sure the audio level is good before I upload these recordings and uh and again um seems like most people are reaching me on Twitter, which is pretty cool. So my Twitter handle is at B Teaching, and that's J-A-C-K, the letter B like boy, then the word teaching like a teacher, and that's my Twitter account. And uh and my email is psych explained, psych as in psychology, P-S-Y-C-H. The word explained at p m like PM. so p m dot m e me okay at p m me so those are the primary wa- ways to reach me if you have any questions and um, i'm really appreciative of those who did and i'm enjoying these one-on-one conversations and I'm actually going to set up a phone call with one of my listeners as well so to talk about you know plans for graduate school and any advice <clears throat> excuse me advice i can give also, I'm going to improve on my, my own voice. I notice that when I talk, a lot of times I lose my breath or something. So I don't know if it's just bad physical conditioning or that I'm just not projecting my voice because oftentimes I feel a little bit shy because I'm in a bedroom somewhere, you know, in one of the houses that we stay in. No, no, we don't have multiple houses. But, you know, whether I'm at my in-law's house or whether i my dad's house or now that we have relocated house sitting for an extended relative, uh who works overseas so i have a chance to have my own room now in terms of using it as an office so it's kind of a luxury so it's nice to have this set up sorry just knocked over the mic anyway so i will try to improve on my sound quality as well so here's my to-do list and i wrote it down about what i plan to do and you can also give me ideas as well not just through the apple podcast review but just send me an email or a direct message on twitter if you use twitter that uh I've recorded some really long lecture podcasts labeled by chapter. They're both on my YouTube channel by the same name as well as here on the audio podcast channel. And for the YouTube channel, I created timestamps, you know, so you can skip around to listen to specific topics and I'm going to copy and paste those and put them in the, uh, audio podcast as well for those chapters that I haven't done already. So I've done some for the late chapters, but not the early chapters. Um, I have a fairly comprehensive set. I didn't record for every chapter, but the chapters I use in my classes for Intro to Psych or Psych 100. So those are there for your use and I don't plan to re-record them all the time, so they're gonna be used for a while. But I don't have as many for Psych 200, that's Lifespan or Developmental Psychology at the undergraduate college level. So I've always found those to be a little bit more difficult to record. So what I'm going to do is maybe try to do some chapter summary, chapter introduction, sort of hit some highlights and add those to the channel. Um, So I'm going to try to record podcasts every week, including a variety of topics um, that hopefully will be helpful for students. So there's going to be the lecture stuff for two of the classes that I teach, right? Psych 100 and Psych 200. There's going to be some off-topic type podcasts. I'll try to do weekly. I have a ongoing uh, topics list, and many of them are basically questions from listeners. Um, and I think I'll do a mailbag kind of q and a type podcast, whether it's standalone or maybe as part of another podcast where I would answer listener questions in my podcasts and not name names of course I'll keep your name private unless you give me permission to use at least a name and a location I th- I always find it interesting to hear or read where someone is listening from and I can call it something like "off office hours or whatever you know I'll give it a catchy name okay so like a mailbag or office hours kind of podcast so just to answer questions that other people might find useful or I'll take that idea and create a separate podcast just for that particular idea. Like someone wanted to know about the gap year. Um, Someone found benefit from me talking about my graduate school experience, right? And then it generated more questions. So uh, there seems to be an endless list of things I could talk about here. Um, And I'll try to break it down each week and try to be a little bit more organized and consistent in which day I post podcasts, right? Again, I'm going to try to improve the quality of the sound. I already have what's called a pop filter, right? It's one of those things you put in front of a microphone. I'm still using my old microphone. It's a USB microphone. It's um, from a company called, what is it, Samsung? It's the Go Mic. Okay, you can Google that. It's, it's kind of old. But if I feel like it's worth upgrading, maybe I will. And so, again, it helps if you rate and review my podcast. Um, the YouTube channel, I have it by the same name you feel free to use that as well but it seems like I have more listeners than viewers which is fine I use the YouTube videos mainly to insert into my classes and I'm actually open to sponsorships not because I'm really desperate for money Uh, although I probably shouldn't say that maybe I won't get to sponsors that way Uh, but us as a family of three we're very frugal and I'll talk more about that maybe in a separate podcast about the psychology of money and um, but I like I've mentioned before and I put in my show notes for every episode is that I want to use this money to support small businesses. And one of the types of small businesses I like to support are coffee shops or coffee roasters, right? And I know many of them might be struggling during the pandemic because a lot of smaller roasters don't have drive throughs like Starbucks. I know in the neighborhood I'll see a Starbucks and I'll see a line of cars around it. So I think as a company, they're probably doing okay, but They have more resources, so I would hate to see a good quality coffee shop go out of business because of the pandemic. And so I've already ordered one um, from a company in Dallas called Ascension Coffee, and that's A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N, and their website is ascensiondallas.com, where you can find them on Facebook. And I basically try to find those that I can order online from and where they ship, and they have a fairly reasonable shipping cost. And uh, and reasonable prices for their coffee. And if you think buying coffee from small roasters is expensive, you know, uh, just because you're seeing, oh, it's $14 or $18 or $20 for less than a pound of coffee. But if you divide that by the number of cups you can get, it's still far, far cheaper when you brew coffee. So you're getting higher quality coffee. And I prefer to buy them in small bags, not these huge things from Costco, because of freshness, right? And it does make a difference. So I brew every morning uh, fresh coffee using either a mocha pot or now I do a pour over. And um, and it's really nice. So um, that's the first company that I've bought from since the pandemic began. I know it's been almost a year, but I've been usually buying my coffee at like, you know, Aldi or some grocery store and, uh, and trying to buy beans that way. But I felt like, well, why not just buy from small local businesses? So that's what I'm doing. Okay. All right. So I have some ideas for 2021. I think one of the first ones I'll record that you'll listen to after this one will be about um, New Year's resolutions and why most of them don't work. Right. So I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but again, trying to talk about this subject through the lens of introductory to psychology, some simple concepts that we can utilize to help explain and talk about why changing of a habit is so difficult and what are the keys for making a change in that habit. Now, it doesn't mean that because I have a PhD in psychology that, oh, things come easy to me since I know all this stuff. It's still difficult for me to change a habit. I've been wanting to read more, so I've been feverishly collecting book titles but i have trouble finishing reading books so that's something i want to try to accomplish more and uh, so i've been listening to other podcasts that have recommendations on how to get through a book and all that so uh, maybe in a future podcast i'll talk to you about some of the other podcasts that i listen to regularly that you might enjoy and so i'll do that as a podcast as well so i have a i have a ton of ideas in terms of future episodes so at this point i just want to thank those who are listening. And I'm not gonna say we're in the thousands or anything like that, but I have a consistent number of, I say, five thousand, five hundred listeners. I have some podcasts that have over 2,000 listens. So I think it's doing well. I mean, I'm glad I'm reaching people and I'm glad that people are finding this information helpful to you, especially if you're studying psychology, whether, you're, whether or not you're a psych major or not, or you have um, the ambition to become a psychologist or a therapist. Um, I welcome all these questions, and if I can help, I can. If I don't know, I'll say I don't know. So I'm not going to try to give advice that's outside of my expertise, okay? And hopefully you've heard that in a variety of my lectures that um, I try to be straightforward with what, I, what, I, what kind of information I'm able to give out confidently and what other information that I give out that is just my opinion or speculation or that it needs further research, Okay. So I'm not going to pretend to be the expert of everything here. All right. I think that's all I have out of my notes. And so again, uh, a hearty thank you for everyone. And I hope that you have a new year, but, um, I guess I can talk about this in the next podcast, but what I wanted to say was the, the new year and the fact that it's a time where everyone's motivated to make changes, you know, that's kind of arbitrary, right? I mean, birthdays are arbitrary in a sense that it's just a day on the calendar, right? You don't physiologically change when your birthday comes around. Like you have a new set of neurons firing or you gain five pounds of muscle when you wake, you know, that kind of thing, right? And so, but January 1st of every year seems like a nice time to make some changes just because everybody seems to be doing so. So in my next podcast, probably next week, um, we'll talk in more detail about that. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And again, please leave me some feedback or contact me directly. I want to get ideas on what else I can do to make this podcast better. Okay, Happy New Year, everybody.